Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Two things. Two things. One, I completed the um, West Virginia New River Gorge 50K last weekend. It was awesome. I highly encourage anybody who's an outdoorsman in that neck of the woods, Fayetteville, West Virginia. Big shout out to Fayetteville. Had uh, pizza afterwards at Pies and Pints, which was amazing. Maybe it was just because we ran 31 miles, but it was the best pizza I think I've ever had. Pizza tastes better after running. Oh, my goodness. I mean, pizza tastes good all the time, but it... That's Feels the first like thing. Uh, second thing is I'm going through a caffeine detox. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no Will right. Robinson. Yeah, because it's not it's starting to impact my sleep. Actually, I, I don't know if it's impacting my sleep. I'm keeping a rigorous sleep schedule or sleep diary, but I'm trying to. I think I've been having too much caffeine lately, so I'm down to one cup the last couple of days. Oh, that's not like total. No, no, no. It's not I'm, like when you went decaf that one time. I, I'm going to try to get there. Ugh. I'm going to try to get off of caffeine for a little while and see what happens. I'll be on vacation. Yeah, it's ugly. I'm not going to lie. That, for, But one cup to me is is good because it gives you that kind of fires those synapse. But how many? That's your first one today? No, that's my one cup of the day. You have one cup. That's mm-hmm. all you have. I bring a cup to the office. That's my cup that's for the day. That's a big cup, though. That's a lot bigger than my cup. It's 10 ounces. It's... Thermal, it's insulated. Oh, okay. So, anyways, those are the two things I got. What do you got? Those are my updates. Nothing exciting. Nothing. That's it. After that, no. What are you I'm doing in your life? What's caffeinate. going on in your life? Oh my gosh. Not much. Okay. Sounds like you got a cold. You got a cold? A sinus infection. Okay. Is that allergy? Our kid abuse? had a cold. He gave me like a day or two cold, which then just turned into a sinus infection because that's what happens to me. So. Market's trying to find a bottom. This is not investment advice, but I'm just going to share with you. I think the market's trying to find a bottom for the summer. I think oil prices might have peaked, and I think commodity prices have peaked. Inflation is peaking. We're now going to go through a deflationary cycle and an inventory glut. You heard it here first. DIY money. So and these episodes are like on a two-week delay, so they'll know. They'll know. When that's they right. listen to this. All right, let's go. We got a great question coming at us from Ben. Ben, what do you got? DIY! Hey, DIY guys. This is Ben from California. I'm a big fan. I definitely appreciate the audio gifts that you guys throw in there. They always crack me up, so keep that going. So here's my question. I am the financial sort of planner for our family. I take care of all of our accounts and our investing. My wife doesn't have a whole lot of interest in that, which is fine. She appreciates what I do. But my fear is that someday I'm going to drop dead and she's not going to know where any of the money is or that we even have money in some of these accounts. Currently, I keep track of it on a piece of paper and I put it in an envelope and give it to her, you know, yearly at best, which doesn't really keep track maybe of new accounts I might have opened as such. Um, So I'm just curious what your thoughts are about how to to better manage that for her and our future. I have things like IRAs, uh, investment accounts like stocks. I also have fundrise. I have, you know, insurance policies of all kinds of different things. How do I keep track of that where she can find them if she needs to in a pinch? Thanks. Oh, Ben. 
Ben, 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 we could hang out. He and I uh, have the same wives. Yeah. Yep. I think a lot of partners have partners like that. Yeah. Um, I brought this question out. First of all, thanks for the comment um, on the audio clips. Uh, Steve, our producer, is to thank for that. He is a rock star. Leather jackets, devastatingly handsome. Give a shout out to Steve. Boom. Go, Steve. Go, Steve, go. Um, okay, let me tell you what I do. Uh, then I will kick it over to Daniel. I'd be curious to see what he does. This is not abnormal. Certainly, when I start to talk about finances or when I tell my wife we need to have a business meeting and talk about the big picture stuff, her eyes kind of glaze over and she's Nothing like, Nothing oh. says I love you on date night. Like a business meeting. Oh, we have business meeting every date night. I mean, we compartmentalize our date nights. There you go. It's for another show, but we <laughs> catch up on what's going on in life, and we have a little bit of a business meeting to talk about whether it's finances or the schedule or things that we... I guess it's not for another episode. I'm going to share with what you we do. Clearly. Uh, then we have kind of a heart-to-heart conversation about how we're being as spouses. Those are always unique. <laughs> how am I being as a husband? And be ready to hear the answer. <laughs> Anyways, and then uh, then we just have fun. Yeah. So that's our date night. Kind of cool. compartmentalize those. Anyways, so we have business meetings and we talk about in those business meetings, big picture stuff. What I do, uh, Ben, is I keep a Google Doc shared with my wife. I also have a printout of that Google Doc that once I update it, which I update it maybe once a quarter or maybe once something changes, something big changes on there. I'll update that Google Doc. Um, I will send her a note when I do that through Google. I'll I'll say, hey, this has been updated. She has the link to it, whether she looks at it or not. I think you're on there too, aren't you? That's where I'm going to go with the second thing is an outside person. But anyways, I also print that out and I put it in our binder. We have a big binder. I mean, it's like a four-inch binder. Maybe even six inch. It's a big binder. It's huge. We have everything in the binder, hard copy of insurance policies, uh, wills, trusts, uh, deeds to properties, uh, brokerage statements, investment statements, you name it. Our password one, master key, all of the things that you need in there. But on the Google Sheet, uh, I'll just kind of run through it. I mean, at the top of the Google Sheet, I put when it was last updated. And then I run through everything, and I will tell you that it's intricate from the standpoint of where various bank accounts are, what the current balances are, thereabouts, investment accounts. We have money moving between bank accounts to investment accounts. I outline that. Um, I outline the kids' accounts. Uh, We have an ABLE account for our youngest son. We have a, a special needs trust for our youngest son. I outline all of those where they are. I, all of the passwords to get in there are, are in our password one service, our password file. What is it called? Password. One pass. Word, what? One pass. One pass. But what's the, what's the technology? It's a password protector, pocket protector, password. Yeah, a password protector, a password uh, no, vault. Vault. No, yeah. it's something else. Manager. Okay, yeah, password, password manager. manager. There you go. So we have a password manager. And so I don't have to put, I used to admittedly put passwords on there. Like, oh, this is our, I didn't care. I was like, look, if somebody hacks into this and then they hack into the account, and I don't know, I was bad about that. But then I got hacked and I was like, oh, better get a password manager. And anyway, so all those passwords are on there. But I outline everything. Outline from insurance, what the policies numbers are, balances. I have our accountant's information on there, our lawyer's information on there. 
And again, I updated on the Google document pretty much regularly, and then I immediately sent her a copy. I also have a a trusted individual, even though we're in the financial world and we have a financial business that if I got hit by a bus tomorrow would still be as strong as ever and would continue to go and, and would handle all of this for my wife and, and for us as a family. Um, I still have Daniel, who is on that sheet, I'm pretty confident of it, knows where everything is, and is also listed in our legal documents as the individual to kind of make sure all of this is overseen appropriately. So I would encourage you to make sure you have some, you don't need to necessarily share all the intricacies with this person, but you might want to have kind of a quasi business meeting with this person and say, look, if I got hit by a bus, uh, my wife is not interested in this and, and she needs to know where all these things are and so forth. I think that might be very helpful, whether that's a family member that you trust and, and is on the same level as far as you know being the, the personal finance person like you are or just a friend. Uh, but I think that's very important. But again, that's how I handle it. We go over it. I share it with her uh, maybe every six months or so in that in that date night business meeting, whether it's retained and really whether she cares all about that that much, I, I, I'm going to say no. <laughs> but it's Fair there, enough. nonetheless. What do you do, Daniel? Uh, generally the same thing. Uh, so we use one password. Uh, that's that's where kind of all the information is stored. Uh, probably don't meet about it as regularly as you do. Um, but we have logins to everything and can see everything. But where does she like know? That. Do you have a list of all of these accounts and so forth? Yeah, I mean that's in one password. Uh, we need to update some of it, so we're probably behind on some of it because some of it's gotten a little bit more complex in the last two or three years. But, yeah, it's evolving for us. So if you got hit by a bus tomorrow... She's calling you. <laughs> but I don't know where that stuff is. You know where 90%. You know where the important stuff is. So, so, so yeah, so she would know to call. So, again, I think it's, a, it's an outside person. She knows the life insurance guy and the investment guy. Yeah. She'll be all right. I think, again, I think from the standpoint of another individual involved... A running list. I, I like what you said, but you keep it on a, a letter, and then you put it in an envelope and give it to her. I would probably do something a little bit more dynamic where you could update it regularly. Again, I think uh, the the security aspect of that is I simply say to, on the sheet, I even say all of these username and passwords are in one pass, which is our password manager. And I don't think, ironically, my wife even uses 1Pass, so that would be foreign to her. But in the binder, I have the the key, you know, the, the kind of the end-all 56 cryptid encrypted key to get into 1Pass that she could use then to get into 1Pass and get the username Does and password. Does she know your 30-digit password? That's what I'm saying. That That's, that's, that's well, different. Yes. So I did, I did put that. Okay. So I put, I put <laughs> 1Pass. I put the password, and I, I, I didn't put the password in the document, but I, like, said this is what it is, like, yeah, sure. street plus child plus whatever. Mm -hmm. So, and we talk about that. Like, this is the password. Your password is baloney one? Well, it used to be just baloney. Now they make you add numbers. Uh, but then the critical thing is she knows the attorney to call. She knows the accountant. She knows the insurance person and who handles all of that. And and then the moving pieces of where everything is moving. I feel pretty confident that if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, she would, you know, she would be fine. 
yeah, those things aren't easy. So something in the mix of all of that, probably figure out. If something unfortunate like that happened, you'll probably figure out where the weak spot. Well, you will. Your spouse will figure out where the weak spots are. But you can get you know eighty ninety percent of it by thinking ahead. My only concern it would be settling the estate because uh, I mean, fortunately, we've done well and we're in a situation where the estate is large. It shouldn't, it, it, Daniel. The estate should not be complex to settle. Shouldn't. But my concern would be that she would, out of being sort of um, in deep grief and remorse. Remorse? Remorse? Does she kill you? Grief and whatever. She would just call the attorney and say, I just handle it. Just bill. And then he would bill very high dollar amounts for that, which would not be necessary. So do not let that happen, Daniel. No. There you go. All right. Good question. Real easy. And here's uh, what I like. So it's easy in theory, but it takes some work. But these are, you got to have conversations with your spouse, whether they're involved or not, whether they're interested in not, you know, you got to set it up for them in such a way. We have a lot of clients, ironically, Ben, and maybe this is where you get down the line where we have clients who manage their own their own investments as well. And they're, I mean, they're very into it. They, they buy these equities, they have their dividend portfolio, whatever it may be. And they've retained us for a small portion of their investments, just so that when they pass someday, if their wife needs somebody to trust to manage the rest of the affairs, there's already a relationship in place. I can think of three individuals that are clients of ours that do just that same thing. So they've taken it one step further and said, okay, I've got my insurance guy, my legal guy, and probably had it all laid out for my spouse, but I need somebody to make sure they oversee these investments in the event something happens. So that's the other piece of the puzzle. Great question. Uh, good luck. I'd be curious to know what you do. So let me know. Shoot me an email or something. Tell me what, what you evolved into. Um, all Ben did. So I'm going to go through a couple of things because I'm getting some people uh, who are writing their questions in. And I think the assumption is, is that we call them when we're cutting this podcast. That is not what we do. Ben sent us an audio file of his question. He went on his app on his phone. If you have an iPhone, there's a voice memo. Uh, You can just look for voice memo. You can record your voice memo, and you can literally email it to us at podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. What we do is we take that audio file and we insert it into the podcast. So that's the process. So I think, I mean, I'm getting a lot of great written questions, but they're never going to go on our show. So if you have written a question in the last couple of months and you're wondering why we haven't you haven't heard from us, send us an audio file and more than likely you'll you'll get on the show. Then we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. It'd be great if you could keep it at about a minute, which everybody seems to be doing now, which is fantastic. Uh, and again, keep those questions coming because we need them for the queue. That was a great one, Ben. Thanks so much. And again, we'll pass along the accolades to Steve, the producer. He does an amazing job remember friends the secret to wealth is pretty simple live on less than you make invest the rest do so for a very long time make it a great one Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card.
This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.